Hi, coming through. Yeah. I, I, I circle a building. I see him second time coming around. I'm all right, all right. Where are you supposed to be at that point? Because that way it, it cuts down on the vandalism in the building, also the thefts. A lot of times, what they'll do is you know, um, get a pass and then head over to the gym area because a lot of kids don't lock their lockers, so they'll rumble through the the locker room, stealing wallets, cell phones, and things like that. So, if I can keep the the amount of people in the hallway down to a minimum by asking them where they are and where they're supposed to be. It, it keeps the vandalism and, the, uh, and, like I said, the thefts down in the building. And not only that, I check the outer doors because one of my jobs is to make sure the outer doors are secure at all time. And believe it or not, with the high school, it's probably the worst offenders because a lot of kids will prop the door so they can sneak in and out of the building. They'll put a penny in the latch or just put a pencil at the bottom. So I just give a little push on just make sure they're secure. I was here for nine years. And then I was pulled out for three years because of uh, uh, budgetary restraints. So then I just came back last year for my first time after a three-year layoff. And I actually enjoy the job being in the school because at this type of job, it makes a difference with the kids. I feel like as police officers, we're always responding to like negative situations. But this way here, when I'm in this school, they get to know you like one-on-one, like I do an after-school weightlifting program with the kids. I used to do an intramural basketball program. And it's just meeting them like one-on-one, getting that one-on-one so they get to know you as a person rather than just a cop. As far as the drug issues, I mean, you know, we're drugs in the school when I was in the school, and I'm sure when you were in the schools, but our idea is to try and just uh, minimize it as much as possible. Um, most of the kids know uh, not to bring the drugs into school. They know that the penalties are much different. We try and educate them about that. I'll, I'll step, step into some of the classes at the beginning of the year, speak to them about drugs, but also let them know that if you bring drugs, bring drugs into school, it's usually double of the penalties, whatever it is. It's a $1,000 fine, six months in prison. It's going to go from six months to a year because it's inside the school. It doubles. So they know most of the kids are smart enough to keep it out of the school. But as far as drug use itself, Barbell... I feel it's just like, just like any other community. I mean, I've heard that some of the numbers are higher here than borrowed within other communities and towns. And, and that might be the case only because there's, there's really not much to do here in Barrowville. So what I always try and do is, like I said, we talked about doing extra clubs. In fact, we're starting one next week that I'm going to be part of. It's called a PE club. And every week, every two weeks it changes. Uh, for the next two weeks, it's going to be tennis. Then we're going to do two weeks of uh, volleyball and then two weeks of ping pong and then we have like a, a rock climbing wall over here we'll do two weeks of rock climbing so we change it every two weeks so it hits all different types of kids what they're interested in so we've been doing that we're going to put that online we've got a chess club that I, I visit robotics club and most of the time I, as I'm walking through the, the corridors when they're like in the middle of class I'm just trying to get to know them get to know the kids and recognize them and stuff like that and and then second of all, start to know the players, who are the kids I need to watch out for, who's the kids that's going to probably steal, who's going to vandalize, who's the one we're going to have problems with. Through uh, other patrolmen and stuff like that, we start to get to know the names after a while. Certain names will start popping up on a regular basis when you go to house parties and, and you get people you're pulling over that are intoxicated while they're driving and stuff like that. So you start to get the names, and then as we pull people in um, to the station, they'll also give up other people's names. So... Um, a lot of times I'll know certain people in the school I know have, are involved with drugs, so we'll keep an eye on them. But to say I, you know everybody that's, everybody that's in here that uh, is dealing with drugs, no, you never got I've had people I've, I've caught with drugs that you would have never expected, nice kids, and just catch them with drugs in the school. And you know? what happens when you catch 
Well, it depends on what it is. Now marijuana is just, and here's, here's the kicker. Where it's, and these kids are starting to figure this out. And, and in fact, a couple of kids have told me this. Um, with the marijuana now, if you get caught with marijuana, it's a citation. You get a citation, you go to court, and uh, you know, most of the time it's just a fine. And they might get some counseling and stuff like that. You get caught with alcohol, you get criminally charged. A minor in possession. So they know if I get caught with alcohol, I'm going to family court. If I get caught with marijuana, it's a citation, I pay a fine. So most of the kids this time to shift over to marijuana. I've seen a lot of kids shifting over to marijuana because they don't want to go out with the booze. So, I mean, think about it. If you're, if you're, if you're a student, you're underage, what are you going to do? You know, it's, you're, you're almost pushing the kids towards marijuana. Huh? And here's the high school cafeteria. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, for the most part, this is a great school. I, I'll tell teachers all the time, I go, you know, because I've done some training, you know, like out Coventry, uh, I did some in Woonsocket, and, and we'll talk with the SROs over there. These are big, bigger schools, and, and listening to what they got to deal with versus what we have here, I, I tell the teachers all the time, you guys don't realize how lucky you have it. 95% of these kids are great kids, you know. I used to do just the middle school and the high school. Was at the point though. I was. I've known those kids from sixth grade, and they graduate from twelfth grade. I've been with them for six years, you know, or seven years actually, you know. So, in fact, one of the kids was funny. I went on a class trip with uh, a bunch of sixth graders, and uh, we went to Six Flags. And when he graduated, we had a, took he took a picture of him when he was in sixth grade. We're going on a roller coaster. I actually rode with the kid. When he graduated, he goes, remember this? And he handed it to me, and I looked at it. It was the same picture of him in sixth grade, him and I riding on a roller coaster together. So it was funny. He goes, you remember this? And I'm like, oh, my God. It was just funny to see that, you know, six, or actually seven years later, here he is graduating, and he's still got the picture of me and him on a roller coaster. And he was just a little thing. Now he's, now he's like 6'2", you know. It's like... <laughs>